0: hey how you guys doing my name is christina faith and i am a filmmaker over at creative thought media this this, this is, is this is, this is diverse 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 diversified,
1: diversified, diversified game. Game. game game
0: a podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with kelly he may
1: agree he may oppose and it's more than just race it's about you know ideas
0: so let the game
1: begin It's killing. And today on Diversified Game, I saw this film on Amazon Prime and I said, I have to go reach out to the creator of this. So today, Christina Faith for that Love You Right film that if you haven't seen that, go check that out today. Links are in the description as well. Christina, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing
0: well. I'm so happy that you found Love You Right on Amazon.
1: Yes, I found it, um, and I just have to ask you, when you first came out with this idea and this concept, and the idea phase, how many people thought you were crazy that you wanted to do a movie and a musical that actually works, people? It's an R&B <laughs> musical that works. And let me just, before you answer that, I, why I say that, if y'all haven't seen it, spoiler alert, they break out into one song. I always put my phone up to the thing. What song is that? And it shows me it's a real track. So it's got the a real whole track. Track. she got the whole soundtrack. I said, Hold on, I gotta talk to this person. Are we twins? You know, so how crazy did people say that'll never work? What do you think you are? Archef? So my
0: So my team didn't think I was crazy. Other people definitely thought I was crazy, especially because we didn't have any money. And so everybody was like, Why don't you just wait? And I was like, No, it's not really a time for us to wait. Um, originally, when I came, when I came up with the idea, it was a, a it was always a musical. Um, the once I started writing with um, Marquis Valdez, the musical started to kind of like take form and shape into something completely different. Um, and that's where we ended up with Will Clay, where we ended up with Love You Right. And so, yeah, it it was it was definitely a thing that even Mark, when we first started, he didn't think, especially with the time constraints. He didn't think we could necessarily pull off, pull it off because we, we were like, no, we're gonna use all original tracks. No, we're gonna do this. And so um, I think the easiest part was once we me and Marquise found like our model for it. And our model was Carmen um, Hopera. I was like, so it's like Empire and Carmen Hopera, but Carmen Hopera was very dumbed down, and so it was a way for us to kind of like see how to do it without a musical because oftentimes a musical kind of like just breaks into whatever, and it's like all this big stuff. But I was like, well, why don't we shoot it like a music video? Because I originally started doing music videos, and so that's kind of like how it happened. Um, and so yeah,
1: and it definitely, I mean, it definitely like works, and, and that was the part. Um, you say you didn't have any money. There's a lot of oh. filmmakers. There's a lot of people even coming out of high school, college right now saying, I don't have any money either. What's the first step when well, you don't have any money to try to put something like this together? Write the script. <laughs>
0: uh, the first step is to write it, right? Um, so this was this is now our seventh, sixth or seventh, at the time was our fifth summer, fourth, fourth summer, because we missed the summer with COVID, okay. was our fourth summer of taking the equipment that we had and just keep making stuff and learning how to do it. So we did Single Anxious, which is a web series that's available on Amazon Prime as well. Um, and we did that for three summers straight. And so one of the things that we realized is that the more wins that, he, that we had, the more we kept completing things, the more we, just, we realized we could do more. And so um, I've spent several years just pouring into people and people pouring into me to be able to make what we've made. And so I would say, like, if you're just starting, don't worry about necessarily your equipment. If anything, have good audio, right? Use your camera phone if you have to, uh, get some newer lights off of Amazon, um, and be willing to take critique. Like the reason it worked is because it went through probably at least 30 different people's, um, eye view that gave us feedback. Um, one person told me to go back to film school. Um and so you know it's it is what it is but at the same time um you know you just got to keep working at it and then the more you do the more you're able to be able to pull on the resources of people that you know and that you develop relationship with
1: can you talk about that comment go back to film school it sounds like um somebody really seasoned maybe on their way out to transition in entertainment what, what did they not like at what stage of this why did they tell you that
0: I think a part of the problem was me. Right. Um, and a part of the problem was them as well. Right. They were they were they were more upscale. So they weren't used to independent stuff. Right. And so if you're not used to indie, you're automatically going to say, no, go back to film school. Um, I think another part of it is, is that it opened with a scene that's not in the movie anymore. And it wasn't a great scene. Right. Um, It had a great idea, but it wasn't executed well. And I knew it wasn't executed well. And I said, this is a draft. It's not the final. Um, And so but what I realized is I sent it to another person who's in the industry and that other person was really good at giving me feedback because I wasn't looking to be signed or anything like that. We just wanted feedback. And so she gave me the feedback that was needed. There's two other people that gave us the feedback that was needed for the cut to be better. Um, And so, you know, you have to kill your baby sometimes. And so we killed the baby. We cut out a lot of stuff. Um, and yeah, we just kept perfecting it as opposed to not you know, stopping it. But yeah, you have to be really, you have to know who you are. You have to know where you are. You have to know who you're asking feedback from. Some people are able to give it well, and
1: some people aren't. Now, if somebody, you might've lost someone that say, kill you, baby, what you mean? Well, if it means for the other one to live. Um, yeah. Like, you know, you, you guys know Grey's Anatomy and all those shows you watch. Um, we, You are probably, you know, a uh, genius, a stable genius at that. How do you know when to lean and listen to someone and say, "Hey, this part isn't going to work"? If you know you as a creative, like, but I really like that part. Like, how do you know who to trust on that?
0: Um, uh, genius. Well, thank you for even considering me to be that. <laughs> uh, I just, I just have a really weird mind. So I don't necessarily think of myself as a genius, but that, that's an honor hearing that. Um, so I, I always tell people, I don't hold any idea too tightly, too closely. Um, it really has to, it, for for me to hold so tightly to an idea, it has to be a, a portion of the story that if you take it out, the rest of it doesn't work. Um, it's kind of like how I think about ideas and feedback and critique. Um, I'm always, I think Brian A. Wilson, who played the father in the movie, um, he said something really key to me. He's a seasoned actor. He's been around for year, for decades at this point. And he said to me, he said, I serve the project. And so I serve the project. I don't serve myself. I don't serve my desire. I serve the project. Um, Even on my newest project, uh, even to the point where, you know, you have to live and die by what you're asking for sometimes. And an actor asked me to change, and I said no. And so he showed up to set for the next scene in the outfit I said no to. And it made sense when he did it. And so you also have to know when to say, okay. you were right. All right, go change her too, All right? And so, and it'll push your time back sometimes and you'll you'll lose some money while you're on set doing it, but it made the ending of the movie work really well. And so I think for me, your baby is to be molded and shaped. It's not simply to remain a baby. It should get older. It should age. And so other people are the ones that allow your baby to get better. And so when you're independent, it's really important, especially early on, To be able to take feedback, because when you get on a set, regardless of the role that you play, you're gonna have 50, 60, 100, 300, 400 people, they all have ideas, right? And so, and everybody's role matters in getting that thing to that thing. Um, and so, yeah, I think I, I just don't I don't hold anything too tightly when it comes to ideas generally.
1: Now, can you give people some of your your background as far as education uh, so they can know, do I need to go to film school or can I do this just, you know, off practice? And then, you know, let them just let them know how to start, because you might have learned all this, you know, by just watching TV, that Tropic Thunder, that Mo Money. I know you like those those movies that's in your collection. I do. Uh, I do. More
0: money is good. in my is in my collection. That's one of my favorites. Good. Yeah. Okay. No, good. I, good. I literally I did learn. So I didn't go to film school. Um, I have a a, a BA in criminal justice and African studies, oh. and I mitered in English and criminology, and then I ended up getting a master's in divinity. Um, while I was getting my master's in divinity, um, my all my professors realized that I had a I had something really different, and I thought about things differently um and so they allowed me to take to to because I've always been creative I just didn't really know what to do with my creativity um and so because I've always been creative they were really cool with letting me kind of like just discover um discover what I wanted to do and also how to communicate and so when I was in seminary I picked up a camera not for the first time but I picked up a camera with the intention to learn how to, and at the time it wasn't make film, right? It was just service clients at the time, make some cool videos, that kind of thing. Um, and throughout the years, YouTube and um, and Google. So I say I have my BA from YouTube and my MFA from YouTube, from uh, Google because I literally taught myself. I still have not, even the summer. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, I tried to get on a real set that wasn't mine, and I still have not been on a set that wasn't mine. Um, and so I literally have taught myself how to how to be a filmmaker. Um, and then in turn, I've, 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 made it my goal to teach others as well, mainly because if, if, you know, I have a home girl that's learning how to be a filmmaker. Um, and so, because I knew that she was like, Hey, can I, you know, is there anything I can do on, on, on your set this summer? Because I was shooting a Christmas movie and I was like, yep. Yeah. Um, because guess what? No one, um, let me on theirs. So I'm really, um, I'm really a person that wants to make sure that people don't have to necessarily go through what I went through. Um,
1: in order to move forward. So they don't have to go through what you went through. Can you tell the people what are the steps? Because there's conferences, there's seminars, there's webinars to be able to once your script is done and you have somewhat of a plan to get that funding. Because you definitely had you know um, great cameras and the editing and everything and actors. So how how does someone even get that type of funding? What's their first? I don't. Ha- I
0: didn't have. So up until Love You Right, I never had funding. Um, So what I did was, uh, me and my husband, we run a a media company, and we invested a lot of our money into uh, equipment. And so instead of taking profit, we would just keep buying equipment. Um, And so when I tell people about Love You Right, that was shot on $700 cameras, right? Those, those are not expensive cameras. Those are very, the, the, it's a, it was an A6300. We don't have it, that anymore. We have Blackmagic 6Ks now. But that was a, a $600 camera. We had two, six, well, three, we rented one. We had two $600 cameras. It literally all came out of my pocket. I live below my means. Me and my husband live below our means so that we can pour into our dreams. Um, that's the first time I used that catchphrase. But that's, that's the truth, right? That's the truth. Um, and so I would say the first step is to learn how to write or find people who have scripts already. Um, that you can shoot. I would say the second thing is, um, those are actors all pretty much besides Mark that have been with me for the last five years. Um, I partnered with um, the Actors District, which is an acting company in Philadelphia, because after my first season of Single and Anxious, I realized there's something that I need to learn about actors. And so um, Toby Gatson, who's an actor and an acting coach, decided to come alongside of me and literally teach my actors. Um and so what you what people see is years of us learning together, me learning how to direct a uh, narrative, them learning how to be better actors. Um and then what you also see is we I've taught people how to edit. So I'm an editor by trade, right? I've learned how to use Premiere. Um you see a gaffer who's been with me since, you know, he, he was for love you right since he was in college. You see a DP who wasn't a DP when we started. Um you see a soundist who wasn't a soundist when we started. And so it, it, it we don't have funding. That's what I always have to tell people because there were rumors going around that we had gotten funding because every year the quality of what we created went up. Um, and we never had funding. Um, I just did my first network uh, film um, called Who Was Christmas Eve on Bounce Network? That'll be out on uh, November 21st at 8 p.m. And it was the first time I got to use somebody else's money, right, and, ju- and, and be a director and co-produce. And so, yeah, which was different, right? But I, I, brought, I brought along a lot of people that I had been working with for years. And so I think in general, you just have to, you have to make what you love, right? And you have to just be committed to the process, and it takes time. Um, but sooner or later, it's going to hit. Sooner or later. Might not be when you want, but sooner or later, it's going to hit.
1: So when you got funding, did they come to you, or you were, or you were like, actively looking? Um, how'd that come about?
0: Well, for this one, I was a director on the project, and so they, kept, they 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 hired me as a director, right? They already had the script, they already had the writer and producers attached to it, and so um, and they already had the network attached to it. So, for on this one, I got hired as a director. Um, I went up against a few other uh, a few other black female directors and got the job.
1: How does that feel when you know you have done your own project, no funding? You got it out, you know, on the Amazon. It's only going to expand, and then you know you go back and you're like, oh, I get actually get to use someone else's money. Um, it's like street ball versus gym ball. Um, how is that feeling?
0: Um, I'm th- I'm thankful for street ball, right? Um, because street ball teaches you how to really play, and street ball gives you the ability to when you start playing in the league to understand how to play in the league, and so um, I. It, it, it wasn't, it was, a, it was surreal at first, right? It was really surreal at first because it was like, wow, right? But then when you're in it, you realize I know what I'm doing. Um, I might not know every single role and how it operates, but I can ask questions along the way, right? And so I think that's, that's kind of like how, how I thought about it, hey, this, is, this isn't this is any different for me, right? People will think that it is because they're like, oh, you haven't done this many projects before, you know, things are done differently. And so there is a way to play, right? Your rules are a little different. You know, some things in streetball fly and some things, you know, on, you know, an NBA don't don't fly, right? And so you learn how to operate within that system, but you're still doing the exact same thing. And so for me, I had to realize I'm still doing the exact same thing I've always been doing.
1: And for those of you and the majority of you are watching but for those of you who are watching and not listening, excuse me, um, I, I use the basketball reference, not because she has the Cheryl Swoops you know, shirt on, but uh, it, it just happens to be a coinkie dink. Let me ask that, you know, with the, the film game. Do you have distribution now? Is distribu are you at a place where distribution like Urban Home Entertainment, Mr. Dungey and Trey? I'm calling y'all out. This is one to look at. Are are they looking at you, you know, black distribution especially, but is distribution, you know, something where it's like, okay, we know who we can distribute this to?
0: Yeah. So I, I've I've had distribution for a while. Um, not just my own distribution. Um, Afroland TV picked us up, picked my web series up, and a few others picked the web series up. Um, Love You Right has distribution through Freestyle Digital Media, which is a, a Byron Allen company. Um, and we were able to get that through a mentorship. Well, through through the mentorship, I was able to understand how to pitch to distributors. Um, and so, yeah, I have distribution. I will say distribution is an interesting thing, right? When you do smaller uh, platforms, because you, you'll, you'll be able to be seen by multiple uh, people but the money's not necessarily going to come in because generally when you when you get distribution, you're just getting money back from the projects that you created. And so the, the greater they say, the greater your star grows, the more the projects that you previously did will become valuable. And so because I own um, all of the projects I previously did one day, you know, like Avery DuVernay and I will follow. Right. She did. She did it herself. She had distribution. It sat on it sat on the shelf for seven years at DT. And then now it's profitable at Netflix. Um, and so, you have to think about it like that. The thing that I create, and this is something that I, I think creatives need to need to realize from a business perspective, is that film is a long game. Don't, if you're involved in film, you're not involved in film because it's a lot of money to be very honest, because the, the work is arduous. The, 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 it takes forever to, 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 to get put on, right? It takes, they say it takes 10 years to make, a, to make an overnight success, but in film, it could take you 20. It could take you 30, right, to pop. You could be like, you know, you could be just been around forever and then all of a sudden, one one role one thing pops you off one person sees you that you're like oh my gosh it's it's done it happened like this is what I've been waiting for and so that moment has not happened for me personally um but I realized there's just there's building blocks that we just continue to do to keep pressing so that we can get to that place where we're we're, you know we we realize okay this is oh this is how y'all do it oh okay right and so yeah, I think just in general, you just have to be willing to consistently move forward.
1: Now you said some big names, um, and you know I said um, you you had said Byron Allen, and I got to meet Byron yeah. Allen at the NATPE. Tell people, you know, how that because they'll hear that and say, "Oh, Byron Allen, of course he funded the whole thing," even though you said, "No, this is how this works."
0: No, um, he ain't fund nothing.
1: <laughs> okay. When, when, you're even trying, when you're trying to, you know, push deals to people like that, um, you know, you already have your stuff together. What is like a, a tip that you would give a filmmaker when approaching someone like that saying, hey, this is what I'd like to do? Because a lot of people just come up with their stuff and they probably do it to you, too. Like, hey, here's my stuff. Make yeah, I
0: get make scripts often. I'm like, uh, yeah, so I say, make a pitch deck right? Um, make a pitch deck and make a sizzle if you're really trying to do it, right? Those two things are are keys. It's not necessarily like what I realized after the fact, right? But I'm glad we did all that we did is that you don't have, you don't necessarily have to sell the final or get partnership because distribution is partnership for the final product. You could, once you're, you're in, always have a script available, always have a pitch deck available. If you can make a sizzle, make it a sizzle, right? And so, and just keep at it. Like I've had people pitch to me and I'm like, yeah, let's do it. I'm ready. And then they kind of like fall off, right? And so I'm not gonna remind you that I'm ready, right? Um, and so yeah, pitch decks are are a clean pitch deck, don't overload it. I've gotten like I've helped people do pitch, will be a writer for others, and I've gotten like pitch decks like 20, 30 pages. No one's reading that. Like make it five to ten pages, right? Mainly because it's a it's a PowerPoint, it shouldn't be all deep, right? Because at the end of the day, you know, you asked me earlier, like how. How do you receive feedback when you start getting um, backing, or you start, you know, doing things for studios and stuff? The amount of changes that happen to one sentence, one page, one character, one film um, is insane, right? Um, it's 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 crazy. And so, if you wear it too tightly, like some things hold on to, and some things let go of. But yeah, pitch decks are. Are, are the way to go to start to be able to pitch, right? Because if they say, um, hey, I have such and such, right? They're going to say, oh, let me see it, right? And so just having an idea is nothing. It's about your execution.
1: Definitely is. And excuse if you guys could hear the cranes in the background. That's what happens when your office is outside. But I got my <laughs> London on it, and she's going to try to scare that thing away. Um for anybody who thought that was a virtual background no when i film this is real talk real life it could rain on
0: oh
1: me this anytime. is where where you where you at i in south florida palm beach gotcha yeah, yeah. it can hey. rain on you at any time <laughs> anytime i'm, I'm underneath
0: mm-hmm. that with everything,
1: but ho- hopefully um I, I love this and i love the drive you said something key though i want everybody especially folks under 30 that love instagram she said her and her husband live beneath their means. Now, she's a New yeah. Jersey woman. So you know they know I, how to get I live a in car. Philly. I,
0: I, I live in Philly. OK, you live in Philly, am
1: from Jersey. But, you're from, but you're from Jersey. I'm, I am a Jersey, yes.
0: I, I, thank, Jersey. You. thank you. Thank you.
1: I, I grew up on New Jersey Drive. So I know y'all know how to get a car if you want one. So the fact yes. that they live <laughs> so means Let that be key. If you want to shine, don't shine on Instagram, shine on your own film. Yeah, where did that discipline come from?
0: I grew up poor. And my mom was like, if you want it, you better go get it. (laughs) Right. And so I think that and my mother was the most resilient woman I've ever met in my life. And so when you when you're told you can't have a, a pair of J's, right? You gotta buy it on your own. And you figure out a way to buy it on your own. And so for me, discipline is is sacrificing for now in order to celebrate later um and so yeah i don't for me it's not necessarily a choice in my mind right um i think it's it's what this generation because i um, i'm an executive director at a vocational high school i think this is what this generation is missing they don't have drive right they're just used to because of social media everything being at their fingertips so you have to teach work ethic. Um, I was taught work ethic at a young age, and so it's, it's just a part of my DNA at this point. Um, I want it, and I can't always have it, but I can always make myself available for it to come to me. Um, I think, you know, our, our current manifested uh, uh, mantras that we have are, uh, are, are, are quite, um, what's a good word for it, are, 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 are quite delusional in some cases, right? Cause you can't just manifest stuff, right? That's not how the world, that's not how, not the world. That's not how life works. The universe, whatever people say, it's not just going to give you something, right? There's, there is an intentionality that has to come from you in order to, to go to whatever the next level is. There's also an anointing and a calling and a gifting that has to be placed on you for a certain thing. And so, um, yeah, I, I think, I think a part of it is I was raised with work ethic. Another part of it is I believe that God just did this to me, right? um and that it's it it can't be taught it has to be caught so either you catch it or you don't like either you grind and you hustle or you don't um and so yeah
1: man this is real talk and and, and let's have another teachable moment because our community especially has now with the the gram and you know youtube and i represent influencers so i call me guilty but people are running around talking about you know hey, high value and this and that, judging people's value off money. Here you have a beautiful film that I think is priceless, that more people need to, you know, try to do something of real quality art like you did. How important has it been for you to be married and do this as a team where you guys can be Mm -hmm. on one accord for the most part? I know marriage because I've been doing it over 14 years. It has its Mm -hmm. dips and, and hills and, you know, great times. But how important mm-hmm. has it been to be married, stay committed to that to be able to complete the business?
0: Yeah, I think we just, you know, we uh we both understand our our strengths, right? And we understand where each other is and where each other isn't. Right. Um uh, me and my husband, we only stay work together. We work around each other, might be the best way to say it. Because he does photography and I do film, and we have we realized really early on that those are really two separate disciplines. Um, and so I think my husband, I always say, like, you know, my husband was executive producer on my, on my project for, for a nice, for, for the first five, right? And to the point where he's like, can you take me off? I didn't do anything. Well, you did. You funded, like, you gave me the ability to go create, right? And so, um, because he was willing to work full time while I figured some stuff out, um, it allowed me to be able to have that, that, uh, that, that room, that area to grow. Um, and because he was extremely, you know, supportive of me, and like, oh, I'm like, oh, I think I can do this. He's like, oh, you think you can do it? Sure, right? Even when I got this glass, from he was like, like you really believe this was possible? And so I think um, just allowing myself to and allowing him to pour into me has been really
1: important. And you know, I know the best is yet to come. Uh, still under forty, you'll you'll join us one day on this other side.
0: I'm, I'm not. I'm not I'm not I'm not that far away.
1: <laughs> let, let us know, you know, what is your community give back that you were doing or that you would like to do in the future as things progress?
0: Oh, no, I, I'm already doing it. Like, you know, I literally run a, a a private high school that's in the hood. Um, That is a low income, um, low income community. Our kids pay maybe five percent of their tuition. We literally raise all of it. And so I think, for me, I just want to continue to pour into the next generation um, and to provide skills for
1: them to be able to move forward. Now, is that community high school a uh, black run, black owned black centric high school, or
0: Yeah, it's mainly for black kids. Um, it is black well black it has a diverse uh, leadership um, of people of color, um, and yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. OK, just for those, you know, who say I'm looking to move on the East Coast and I don't know where yeah. to go, that's a, that's a big thing. Like we need black doctors. We're finding that we need black people to teach our black and brown children yes. because they're more equipped to do that. What mm-hmm. do we expect from you for, you know, 2022? What else is on the books? How can we help even as you know? I...
0: I have no idea what's on the books for me for 2022. Uh, My reality is I literally just put out two movies in 2021. Um, Love You Right came out in February. And uh, Who Is Christmas Eve comes out in November. And so I'm looking forward, hopefully, to um, directing some television. That'd be great to do some television for a little while. Feature films are a lot of work. Um, And so and they take a six-month to a year process. So I would love to direct TV and make it a three to four-week process. Um, and so, yeah, I have no idea. We'll see what the Lord uh, does and where I'll be. Uh, you can check me out at ChristinaFaith.com. Uh, you can Google uh, Love You Right, Single Anxious, and Who Was Christmas Eve, and follow me wherever Christina Faith allows you.
1: You guys have got the game. If you do nothing else, make sure you share this film with someone and share the game, watch it, give it a review. If you want quality content, you got to respect it, you got to, you know, share it and watch it as a family, Um, watch it as, you know, whatever you are, and just share the game you guys have been blessed with. It will change somebody's life.
2: Are you tired of the violence, tired of the injustice? police brutality, rampant discrimination, lack of gun control in this failed bias socioeconomic experiment called America. Or maybe you need a break from the relentless grind and want to regain control of your destiny, your wealth, your health, and your purpose. DiversifiedGang.com has the right course for you. Prepare for my first trip to Africa. Looking to reconnect with your roots, start a new business, or just a fresh start? Africa, aka the motherland, is waiting. Don't let the Chinese and the Mazungus have the fun and also take over the motherland. From Cairo to Mombasa, from Dakar to Cape Town, Africa has something for everyone from business opportunities to the most amazing people, safety, leisure, and landscapes. The opportunities abound. It is time for the diaspora to reconnect with their roots, time to reconnect with the birthplace of humanity. Africa is the last frontier. Get your head in the game and reclaim your legacy. The writing is on the wall. Babylon is falling. Give up the stress, grind and violence inflicted on our people on this continent and prepare for a journey of restoration and joy by connecting with the land of your ancestors. Check out our new course and kick off your adventure at diversifiedgame.com